0: What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging down here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLonestar.com. We're hanging out here on this wonderful Monday, the week of Christmas. If you're just now realizing Christmas is this week, you gotta get to Walmart and buy them gifts. You gotta get them you gifts. You gotta get them gifts. You gotta get them gifts. You got to get to shopping. you, you got to get them gifts you got 2 days, guys. You got two days. Ah, Christmas! Um, but all that being said, you're hanging out here with us, Nerdthug Radio, Joey Savage, uh, Sono Capitan. So we've got the skipper in his place, donnie Utah.
1: Whoop whoop, how's yeah. it going, everybody? That's
0: right, the return of the Donny Utah.
1: Yeah, I've done my Christmas shopping. Have you? No, haven't. Oh, I was gonna
0: say because I, what'd you get me? <laughs> um, yeah, about that. <laughs> you know what's funny is because we call you donnie Utah. And I don't remember how we got there. I actually got an email said I looked like him. Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: The, when we were back on the iPhone days. Yeah.
0: So, we I got a question one time if you were a Mormon.
1: Because we were calling
0: you Donnie, Utah, and I, I mean it's a fair it's question. A solid question. If someone's seen a photo of you, Mormony. Um, I'll go,
1: I'll, I'll go but my uh white, white button down with the tie. Yeah,
0: like you, you,
1: you could pass
0: as like. <laughs> Like if someone was like, "Hey, is that guy uh, is that guy working at the Mormon temple?" Can yeah, they have he facial hair? Uh, I'm not. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think I've I don't ever, think I've seen, ever a seen a Mormon with like. You okay, go, okay. Oh, there we go. We got our resident background expert who says yes, Mormons can have facial hair. Okay. And so we did have. I did have someone asking if you were Mormon, and I kind of laughed, and then they were like, "So yes," and then I was like, ah, "No, actually." <laughs> but <laughs> the jury <Funny>. is <laughs> yeah. A, the <laughs> answer is no. But. So if you have enough power, so you so don't have to shave your so depending face.
1: Depending on where you are in the hierarchy.
2: All right, that makes sense.
1: Oh, so, so
0: it's the opposite. Way. Yeah. <laughs> the m- the less power you have, so if I the keep more efficient. you're. Don't work my you, way up the totem pole. That's right. right. Stay a plebeian. All right. In the, in the ladder.
1: Duly noted. <laughs> but on the plus side. When you joined the Mormon church. Yeah. yeah. On the plus
0: side, multiple wives. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'd that's be, actually not. I would be anymore,
1: murdered before that happened. That's
0: <laughs> true. I don't think Evelyn would appreciate that. No, no.
1: <laughs> she'd come after you, too. Could she'd she come after fi- me? She'd find out. First of all, <laughs> like Evelyn it was Corey's idea.
0: First of all, Evelyn loves me. Uh, little known fact, when the show first debuted, <laughs> we went to a football draft party at your house, a fantasy football draft yep. party. And Evelyn was really talking cool was to the end. captain, I Joey was. Savage and I. And she said, Joey, you do good on the show. Corey, your show is terrific. Nice. So Evelyn loves me.
1: <laughs> she's probably never heard an episode of this show.
0: Oh, well she t- she tells <laughs> a, good probably, she probably, a good game. She talks a good game.
2: She's probably seen more than my mom has. That's true. That's true. I, uh,
1: well, I hope not because you're supposed to listen not see.
2: Well, when we did we, we do have wah, videos. Wah. There Don't is video evidence do, we know we do, what do, we're do do, doing. Right. Um when I was when I was more productive with my life. <laughs> 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 um
1: like what happened to those days? Yeah, Nico got busy. <laughs> Slash tired.
2: Also, we just got
0: tired of the studio. The studio was really far away. Not for me. Not for you, but for us. <laughs> for
1: everyone else that yeah. was involved. Six minutes from my house.
2: Yeah. You were like, this was easy. Everyone this else. Was, this was way better. You, everyone else 40 minutes later. Yeah. Oh, my God. Especially because
0: I was when we started, I was living with, with, uh, with you guys on the other side of town. And then as time went, I was over there in spring and I was still 25, 30 minutes away. Right. Oh, man. Those were rough days.
1: Now you don't have the train randomly in the background too So that helps That's
0: true there was a train I forgot about that It's like sometimes we'd be like Let's just not record while the train's there But like the train would happen at random times There was nothing It's like in a movie Where they have to redo a take Because the airplane flies overhead And everyone's just like Oh they're so mad But it's like well yeah You're filming outside Like you have
2: no control over this
1: You can only control so many things Yeah
2: Um, Oh this scene is perfect (laughs) And they're so loud (laughs) There's (laughs) nothing you can do about that Um, Work it in so while, while I know this takes place in 1942,
0: but dang it, yeah, this Civil War movie just got time traveled. Um, but while, while we're doing this right now, this in the background, what's happening? This is relevant here. Is Donnie Utah is playing the absent Joey Savage in the championship game of the Nerd Thug Radio Football League? Woo! Donnie Utah came in as the underdog, seven and six record into the playoffs, where he stumbles through like a blind drunk mouse. And now is it the championship game triumphantly over many better players. Um, I
1: mean, I started out really solid, so started strong and then
0: Before this season,
1: hey, how, what would you rate your fantasy football skill level? I would say decent. I've I've played regularly and done quite a bit. After, so pu- I guess putting it to numbers, you know, somebody else judging it. Yeah. I was projected to finish second or third by the ESPN app.
0: Okay. All right. Um, so you had a good team. Yeah. You had so a good team.
1: Week one of the playoffs, I put up 180 points. That,
0: no, that I was, saw that. I that, was, that. I that was an was explosion. That.
1: That's how. That's what my guys were doing at the beginning of the season.
0: My team still holds the scoring record for this entire season with 230 points. I was in the loser's bracket where I'm losing to Mr. Cox right now. Um, the down. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to finish, I guess, technically two and one in the loser's bracket. I don't know what that means to the standings. I'm in the last place. My Six. team literally gave up midway through the season, and every player on my team wrote me a letter that said, "Not trying."
1: I don't want to run anymore. They
0: said, "Please don't make me do this, sir." Um, a player, so. <laughs> there was. A I have rev- no bearing on
2: your situation. That's
0: too bad. <laughs> yeah, there was a re- there was a revolt in the DLG locker room, and <laughs> there was trouble. Um, but yeah, so right now you're projected to win by four. Is that what's happening?
1: I'm. Oh, it's changed now. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. So, I, I'm so when he,
0: when he came to the to the mobile studio today, you were projected to lose by twelve.
1: So, all day, it's been going back and forth. We were projected within a point or two of each other, Ooh. Of fluctuating back and forth. Um, by the time I got here, I was projected to lose by 12. Earlier in the day, I had been up by project, projections, up by 10. Uh, so, big spread there. What What is and the score now, right now? So, right now, I'm up 103 to 100.46. <laughs> okay. So, it's close. It's close. So, I'm up by, I'm up by two and a three. half three. Okay. And pro- projections, uh, 123 to 116 in favor of me.
0: Ooh, so it's seven again. points, but it's a tight, tight game. Tight game. Now, you got Patrick Mahomes going right now, right? Yes. Okay. So, as we record, it's the evening game going on and uh, for Sunday Night Football, and you are on pace currently to be the Nerd Thug Radio Fantasy Football Champion for 2019. How's that feel?
1: Woo! Uh, it'll feel a lot better when I get in the
0: that's right. Now that money Real goes in <laughs> the bank account. Real hours. Uh, we'll have to check to we we'll have good. to check the treasury might not spend that money on uh, the Christmas party. Uh, 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 no to to. We, we thought Joey Savage was going to win. Uh, it it, it no. was sp-
1: it was spent on his days off.
0: Yeah, what you don't what you don't know is he's been in Austin at concerts all weekend, spending your money. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're you're chuckling because it's true.
0: Yeah, I'm laughing because there's nothing in there's nothing in the, the nerd the radio bank account right now. We got rated corporate style.
2: No, uh, I'm. Um. Ex- I'm Everyone excited <laughs> for it. Take my shares and dip. Someone cashed out
0: as the helicopter
2: pulls away.
1: Sayonara, suckers.
2: Um. <laughs> my name's not anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, the, uh, and, the, and then the helicopter just slowly <clears throat> starts to sink because there's no gas. There's there no gas. Because there was no money. <laughs>
0: yeah, The guy's like, you rented a copter, not a full tank. <laughs> oh. Oh, good to know. Should have read the fine print. Man, that is how, like, I could totally, that would be the story of my life. Like, I run in a helicopter and they're like, fuel's extra. Oh, oh, everyone, look at my cool copter that's on the ground parked because I couldn't afford to fly it. Um,
2: <laughs> can you bring it to somewhere? Because yeah. I can show it off. Yeah, I just won't be able to see it.
1: So we can, but we, there's a delivery fee. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Is it
2: cheaper to fly it there?
0: <laughs> no. It's <laughs> like like uh, when Bow Wow. Did you guys, Do you guys remember this? He got on Instagram, and he shot a picture of himself standing in front of a private jet. and He was like, about to see you guys in L.A. Love you, fans. And then this picture went viral.
2: Oh, yeah. It's him on like a, like it's a passenger. It's him writing
0: commercial <laughs> like in coach next to a guy. And the guy posts this picture. He's like, 90% sure I'm sitting next to Chris Brown in coach on commercial on my way to Coachella. And he takes a picture, and Chris Brown's got a hoodie over his head, and he's asleep against the window. But, like, it's, falled, it's fallen back enough. And so somebody, like, it it blew up with all the right hashtags, and somebody was like, wait, I thought he was riding private jet to Coachella. And he got called out real hard on that. Um, That's my level of execution, I feel like. Yeah. I
2: feel like that's my level of execution. Bada bounce out in this private jet. Later, haters. And then someone's like, someone else (laughs) walks onto the private jet as I walk across the runway to the irregular
0: plane. To be fair, I would still get on the private jet. I would just be the guy holding everyone's luggage. Like I'd be the, I would still ride on the jet. That's my style. I would get on the jet. You know me. I could talk my way into just about anything. I'd 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 be
2: able I'd be able to get there because they would they would
0: they would just
1: like you. Yeah. This guy's okay. Should be on the Oilers. Yeah. This guy's okay.
0: Get him on the jet. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm stuffing bags underneath, cursing you out. Yeah, that's about usually how it goes. Can I can I hitch a ride with you guys? Yeah, but don't talk to anybody. Sit in front with the pilot. Security. He is
2: my brother. Oh, he's related to you? Okay. Oh, all right. Jump seat, jump seat
0: in the cockpit. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm still going to tell people I rode in a private jet at that point. Like, yeah, no, that doesn't, that doesn't change the story. They'll never hear the real story at that point. <laughs> right. It's like nobody
1: needs to know the full story. That's right.
0: Um, so as we go through this first segment here, we're just going to keep an eye on the score and, and root for Donnie Utah. The underdog. That's what the happens underdog. when you
1: show up. <laughs> no. Massive shade, all right <laughs> <laughs> We're already turning on him
0: uh, <laughs> Oh, they're playing the Bears You should really be ma- I've got Allen Robinson, too You should be and way more ahead
1: like you should just He's got their kicker that hit a 56-yard field goal And then their defense So that's kind of holding me back 56-yard field career goal Career-long field goal against me Oh yeah.
0: And you get more points for the long one, right? Yeah,
1: he, you get 5 points over 50 <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, thanks. That's so great. <laughs> so every time I throw a tu- every time my guy throws a touchdown, he's getting a point usually. Yeah. Those extra points.
0: So, oh my goodness, I'm just looking at all of this. The Eagles beat the Cowboys today. Yes.
2: Wow. Dak Prescott okay. should be in the Pro Bowl, don't you know?
0: Right. That was uh without going too hard on the sports thing there. That was a big thing where everybody was saying, "Oh, I can't believe so he's having such a great year statistically. I can't believe he's not in the Pro Bowl." It's like, well, the team's not even 8-8. Eight and eight. Like, yeah. <laughs> how good of a pro is he? Like, what are we talking about? So, Andy and, Dalton, man, get him in there. They better not. If Andy <laughs> Dalton has ever had a Pro Bowl, he better have bought a plane ticket and a seat. Let me be very clear about that. Um, but, yeah, I, And now they just lost to Philly. That means they're not even in charge of the own division. Like, the mm. worst division in football, and they're not in first place. That,
1: that, that's what really gets you when you own your own destiny yeah, and you can't hold it.
0: So uh, I, this year I was writing um, for Sports Map Houston, and I was covering the SEC and covering the Division One schools here in Texas and was doing a weekly column for both. Um, thank you for all the lovely hate mail I received. Uh, during that time, Missouri at one point, now granted they were deemed ineligible to the NCAA from competing in postseason play, so they couldn't go to a— a, po- a playoff or a bowl this year, but at one point, like midway through, they were in first place of the of their con- of their division of the SEC, and all they had to do was just win because everyone else had ahead of them lost out of the first spot. They then lose like two in a row, and I was like, "Well, that, that solved that problem." Yeah, like it's it's always a little interesting when you because I, I remember writing specifically. Missouri now finds themselves in control of their own destiny. If they win, they stay in first place. And then they just... All right, <laughs> we're,
2: like, burr, burr, we're yeah. out. Yeah, all right, right okay, we're uh, done. I, don't I, don't I really want
0: to be in first place. What would I do with first place? Uh, not like, like they could do anything with it. They th- can't, th- that's we sort we of the weird thing, compete. right? Yeah. Although, I would love... How the the shakeup, number
2: number one team can't compete.
0: Yeah, I would love it. If I was Missouri, I would purposely win as much as possible to be like, okay, you punish me, now you guys have to have an empty seat at these places because I won. And that would be great to be. I would think that would yeah. be fantastic. Because, I mean, they wouldn't leave them empty. They would go to the next guy down, but they would have to be perpetually explaining like an asterisk. Okay, Florida's playing in this game because Missouri is ineligible, and even though Florida didn't win the conference, they're the ones who's going to be here in this game. And you're like, oh, yeah. Say that 22 more times. <laughs> Missouri
1: goes on and beats, like, all the number one teams. Ohio State, yeah. LSU. <laughs>
0: like, it would have been great. If I was someone like Missouri in that situation, I would be so salty that I would want to, like, just rub it in faces. Why wouldn't you? Like, per- personally, I don't have that high of an opinion of the NCAA when we talk the sports show. They, they always seem to be on the wrong side of every argument. So the idea that they're going to tell someone else, like, you're you're doing bad, so we're going to punish you. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With their lack of authority that they really don't have. That's the other weird
0: part is everyone it, it's uh, it's like an agreed authority. Like if someone would just goes no, there's nothing that can stop it, and so ultimately it's it's this weird house of cards. By the way, the guy that we talked about on the sports show, Wiseman mm-hmm. for Memphis, the yep. basketball player, mm-hmm. he went ahead and ignored the suspension left Memphis and now has declared himself eligible for the NCAA dra- or for the NBA draft. Nice. He said, you know what? If you guys don't want me to play, I don't want to be here either. I'm just gonna go make millions of dollars. Bye. <laughs> and so I don't need no education. Yeah, well I, I mean, listen, if they don't want you to like and that they, they went after him. They went after him on like a dumb rule technicality thing. Yeah. So he said, meh. <laughs> I don't need to Right. And it's it's I mean it it kind of goes against the spirit of some of it, but it also is kind of like a I like it. I like it. Like I just like the idea. Stick it to the main.
2: A if little you,
1: bit. If you just get that last roster spot on the team, like you're set. <laughs> if well, you don't live flat. Well, right oh, now he's good too. Right now he's
0: projected to be 3rd overall in the draft. Yeah. He won't play again, so as long as he stays in shape and looks good at workouts, that's not moving. Like maybe someone will move up uh, like ahead of him, but he's not he's not now dropping because he's not going to play he's college be basketball. One of the top guys. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. when you're one of those top guys, you're playing those first four years. They're not going to... No one's...
1: They're not going to waste they that
0: They almost... Tape. No, they almost never... Because even if you aren't great, the $5 million player who's rotating seven minutes a game is cheaper than some of their other options anyway. Yeah. So, plus you may still blow up. Like, the first six years of a guy good enough to be in the NBA, they have no... Like, the scouts have no clue because you come in so young, 20, 21, 22, you could be 25 when you figure it out. You know? And, and all of a sudden... And some of these guys go overseas and play four years and then they figure it out and they come back at twenty nine and they're great additions to good teams. So they have no idea. So they'll they'll ride it out with the guy they draft for a little while there. You'll make your ten or twelve million.
1: Yeah. Enough now. Not have to go back to school ever. If if you've done it right.
0: Listen, man, with twelve million dollars, if you screw that up, you fall in the no sympathy from me category. Agreed. (laughs) Uh, Now, I do feel bad for those guys. I say that, and then I mean, they say I feel bad for (laughs) them because a lot of it is, you know, just everyone's there to the vultures, and everyone's there to take advantage. And taxes manager and agent that twelve becomes like seven. And like, yes, that's still a ton of money, but expectation, reality, and how you're prepared, and all of those things, like. You're probably grossly underprepared for everything that happens. Yeah. Shaq, I remember, tells a story where he gets a phone call from his agent when he signed his first deal. He gets like, uh, he got a two million dollar check for something, and he spent it in a day, basically. And his 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 financial guy, he had a family friend who was a finance guy who was like, "I'm going to watch your money for you." He's like, "Great," he gets a call, he calls him up and just rips him a new one. He was like, "Did you spend five hundred thousand on this and do doo-doo-doo-doo-doo, do?" And I think it's like he buys like two cars and something else, and he buys a car for some family members or whatever it is. But he spends two million dollars basically in a day. The guy goes, "By the way, dummy, you still got to pay like taxes, and you still got to give this guy this cut and this guy this cut. That two million you spent was supposed to last you like all of this time." And Shaq was like, "Oops." <laughs> so I just got a two million dollar check and I'm broke. And the guy's like, "Yeah," and he was like. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to real life.
1: <laughs>
0: and there is that kind of moment where, like, I don't think some of these people realize that. And if they don't have somebody willing to give them the right advice.
1: Well, somebody comes along with that much money, that much money-making potential. Most people are going to be the yes guy.
0: Yeah, they're, absolutely. absolutely. They're Everyone, ride that's, the train. And everybody... Every celebrity winds up going through one of those phases where they're surrounded by the wrong people and they're making these weird decisions, and then they have to have that moment where something, unfortunately, something usually bad happens. Uh, for Eminem, famously, he, he had a drug overdose, I believe is what is what it was, and you know, then when he wakes up and they're like, you, you basically died and we fixed you, and he's like, how did all of this happen? And then he realizes he's surrounding himself with drug dealers and, 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 and people who aren't going to stop him from being an idiot. He then goes, oh, well, I guess I need to, because I, I need to change yeah, this, that. yeah. And you're right, like that's what happens. These guys are all going to be there with their hands out, and they're just going to keep encouraging crazy behavior because it it benefits them. Even on a little level, like bad friends do that, like on a personal level. Uh, Joel Olstein, who I'm no fan of, he does that song with Mike Jones. Is it Mike Jones that they did the song together with? Oh, I don't know. You remember who I'm talking about?
1: Oh, I know. He he took cuts from sermons. Yeah. Put it in a and song. put it in a song. I don't
0: remember if it was Mike Jones or not, though. Um, But anyway, one of the things is, like, you can't f- soar with the eagles when you're hanging with chickens. And it is a very accurate quote. Like, it's silly and it's stupid and Joel is not somebody that I, you know, advocate for ever. But it's an incredibly correct quote and it's a correct sentiment, which is, you're not gonna be, you know, riding high when you when you surround yourself with people who are gonna keep you down. Like it's not gonna work.
1: So my high school, our mascot was the Eagles. And our assistant principal, Mr. Murphy, every day on the morning announcements at the very end, he'd say, And remember, you can't soar with the Eagles in the morning if you're hooting with the owls at night. <laughs> and as always, <laughs> so
0: it would have been even better if y'all's rival were the owls. Or like if you're <laughs> if you're School where the bad kids go when they get in trouble was the Owls. It would have been even better. Yeah, that is good though. I do like that. Uh, let me let me Google this Joel Osteen song, <laughs> rap song, Slim Thug. Slim Thug. Slim
1: Thug got his autograph. He was at one of my middle school high school uh, middle school football games.
0: He did a song with Beyonce. I really like too. Slim Thug. I do like some thug. Uh, but yeah,
1: I mean, you got to surround
0: yourself with the right people. Speaking of the right people, are you still winning over there? I am. All right. 103,
1: nice. to, 10, or 103
0: to 100. Still projected the same?
1: Still. Uh, 120 to 114 is final projection.
0: So now you're up six, six. in the final. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. it's dipped already. Ooh. Drop down for that
1: seven. Oh, but my guy's in the red zone, so.
0: Ooh, another Mahone touchdown here would help a lot. Yes, Mahone has probably been the key four. to this <laughs> engine that would that, that's kept you in this.
1: I, I've got a good team.
0: Who do you have on it, and then we'll get out so
1: here. So, I've got Mahomes, Aaron Jones, the running back from Green Bay, uh, Eckler from Los Angeles, Hopkins, Robinson, Kittle, uh, Mac, the running back from Indianapolis. And then I've got uh, Pittsburgh and New Orleans defense, been kind of alternating, and then Atlanta's kicker. And I've also got uh, the Rams, Coop.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. So, uh, he's on my bench right now. Cup. Cup. But he hasn't been – he's been kind of – he's had a rough season. I mean,
1: he's been in the teens. He's averaging – Good points Is he? Yeah, yeah
0: he, he missed A significant he, amount of time he, he
1: was out like three Three or four games Yeah That that, that kind of hurt
2: Man in the middle of the season When you lose those When those consistent point getters Get hurt you're, it It is It like is it, rough I had at one point I had both my quarterbacks Injured at once Yeah
0: it's oh. true You had Drew Brees And uh, Matt Ryan Yeah
2: <laughs> Both of them were injured At the same time And I was like Ugh.
1: That's so great Yeah he's averaging 16.5 a, a game, That's so not that. bad
0: it's not bad at all. All right, we're going to jump out here to a break. When we come back, we've got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have Cosplay Crafting and Trivia Nights and BYOB Nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA Martial Arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo.
1: This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Have a spirit of
0: excellence, kind, generous, courteous, then those qualities are going to rub off on you. You Gotta get these blessings. Welcome back, Conroe. We're on 104.5, 106.1. This is Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on com, where we stream at all times, because we're awesome. Uh, this is Corey DLG with me, as usual, as little brother, Nico. Ah. And uh, hanging out with us today, special guest, Donnie Donna Utah. Utah. What's going on, man? How, how's it going? Are you... Uh,
1: it's going good. I'm I'm about halfway through the Book of Mormon. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um I I just I was surprised by that question when they asked me that. Was somebody said, we were at conclusion, somebody was like, "Oh, yeah, I listen to your show." And I was like, "Oh, that's nice. Thank you." And then they were like, "Is Donnie Utah Mormon?" I was like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> oh, no. Utah is where the Mormons are. Yeah, but it was just I the,
1: see your connection. Yeah. Wrong. Right. Funny.
2: <laughs> we were doing Point Break and she was doing Mormon. Um, well, I mean, like if you're gonna choose one of those two, one of those at least point more break long. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, what's up, right? That's you're, what's up. You're correct, but more
0: people normal. <laughs> so, Bill and Ted Three is also coming out at some point in the
1: in, like, in
2: the near future. I think we're just gonna have to start like a new section of the Chinese calendar, the year of Keanu, the year <laughs> Keanu, the Reeves, the Reeves. I know he's year. Japanese, but you know
1: we'll just group it in with the year of the dog. <laughs> oh, his dog from. His God. dog. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically <laughs> the dog from John
0: Wick. <laughs> the year of John Wick's dog. Um, but now people want that movie to come out on John Wick Day also. Because now it. it's going to be John Wick, Matrix 4, and then if these people get their way, Bill and Ted, all on the same day. Can you ma- I'm trying to think if anyone's ever headlined two movies the same day. Let alone three. Let alone three the same day. He's going to be a busy guy the two weeks before that. Yeah. How much media can
2: you do? Because um, he's going to do all of it. <laughs> he's going gonna, gonna, <laughs> ri-
1: to ride the train to all of it. All of it. Yeah, that's the other it's thing. There's just, right? just going
2: to be progressively longer interviews of him getting like, more and more tired <laughs> and getting like, more like, spaced out responses. But he, he's, he's been interviewing, interviewing for the past 19 hours. <laughs> <He is. laughs>
0: um, What they used to do was like a meat market almost thing where like the actors, they would get a hotel room in the cities where they were doing the premiere events. The actors would sit in one room and they would have like a... Um, interview suite set up so the actors never leave and they run all the big media through the room.
2: Yeah, you got like Yahoo Finland and like Yeah,
0: so like you would have like twenty five different interviews all happen in the same room in the span of like six hours. So the actors just have to sit there and then the next guy comes in and sits down and he's like And it's the same five questions. Yeah. Hey I'm Todd and I'm from I'm from you know, Yahoo Finland? Finland and I'm I'm here to to interview you for the movie. And they're like, okay, great, great. And like you start to see the same people, so like in the in like pregame, like when they're sitting down and they're going over what they want to do and stuff, you can see someone be like, uh, I "Interviewed you last year," and you got to see the actor kind of like struggle to be like, "Oh yeah yeah yeah, I remember yeah I you, remember yeah," you. and sometimes like the people will do like things where they play games or something, and so there's sort of that moment where they're like, "Oh that's right we we did. but then sometimes there's zero memory, and then you could just see the person and be like, "Oh okay yeah no." Um, it went good, though. It went good last time, right? And, like, you could just see the actor being like, please, please don't ask more specific questions about last time. Because <laughs> I don't remember. Um, don't be mad at me. I meet thousands of people. <laughs> God, I mean, like, I don't. <sighs> That's the – talking to – so Zach Attack, when he worked for LSU, or when he went to LSU, he worked for the paper. And so he would do those, like, big group interviews and stuff. He was telling me about how they would get him on these calls a lot of times for stars that were coming on tour through that area and so Mm -hmm. but they would do it's almost the same concept though they would get like 20 publications on the conference call so they would just do them all at once they'd be doing them by groups so like the lsu paper would be like in the youth magazine like grouping of stuff so it's like teen rolling stone or whatever else is also in that call and they'd be like okay well so and so and so and so are gonna get five minutes each feel free to listen and write down any information you want they get you know, you have an embargo of X amount of time before you can print and then we'll open it up to open questions, but please shoot me an email now of any questions you have and I'll, and I'll be reading those off in your open question time, blah, blah, blah kind of thing. Like you can't just be like, Hey, this is Zach. And I'm going to, what I want to know about sparks is like, you don't get to do it that way. And so like, it's very controlled, but it's also very like the behind the scenes of all
2: this is very meat factory almost a little bit like well there's so much stuff being made by so many different people now and they just do so much marketing for it right
1: and people you get a situation like that people will just want to ask a question to ask a question
2: yeah that's the thing too
0: right like so for the journalists they're trying to stand out and everyone think about this so that means there's going to be 20 people on this call talking to Bubba sparks of 20 people at least 15 of them are going to write something about this call Now, half of them, their publications are probably only going to give 500 words to Bubba Sparks coming through town. So 500 words, boom, you get a little half inch on a webpage somewhere. But two or three of them, this is going to be their big get. We were on a call with Bubba Sparks. That's our big moment. We're going to say we interviewed Bubba Sparks. So those guys have to really hammer down and get some real questions out of this. And, yeah, they're trying to make their moment by asking, like, some kind of home run question. That's when you get to, like, these dumb questions where the actor's, Where you can see the actor getting annoyed by the question as it's going. So I've got a life-changing question for you, Corey. Oh, oh, yeah. What do you got?
1: If I'm flipping a coin, are you calling heads or tails? Right. And, like,
0: by the end of it, I'm going, that's not life-changing at all. But then I also, I want to give an answer that somehow validates my image and pushes my product that I'm there to do. So, right? So now it's all of a sudden it's like. Well, Tales never fails, but a real man calls heads. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you got to do something stupid there, right? So now you're stuck. And then now I've given you a dumb quote and you're going to lead with it and the headline at the end of the day is Corey Dlg always calls heads. And like, he he, did stupid. It's all stupid at that point. But that's what happens at these things. And you can see the beauty of it like where guys like Tom Hardy hate doing this stuff. And then Mila Kunis uh, speaks Russian. And so there was this, Time when Justin Timberlake and her were doing. I guess it's. I guess they did a romantic comedy together. One of the like the, Friends well, with Benefits yeah, and, or yeah, yeah. something like that, and they're doing the Russian media, and the guy's question was sort of like Justin, why are you acting? Because the Russian media can get a little aggressive. Well, the translation that's coming through. Like, and I, if you find the right clip, you can see this the. the uh, Closed caption subtitles of the translation to Justin Timberlake, which is a little bit nicer. It's like you're already so successful in this and this, so why? But you can also see me, the cuness, get upset because she speaks Russian, and she then angrily responds to the reporter, like, "Why are you here? What are you doing? This is his job. Is this your job? Like, don't you have to come to work every day? Like, what? <laughs> like, what snap, a stupid, yeah, what a stupid question that is." And Justin's like, "What's?" What's happening? What's yeah. happening here? Because she's answering in Russian, and so finally she's like, "Sorry, what he said was." And then he goes, "Oh, oh, well, yeah, that's fine. okay. Yeah, I'm not mad." What she said, <laughs> he just like, to kill my firstborn, but yeah, okay. <laughs> but like, so there's a the whole moment there where you could see that, like, yeah, it's a weird. They're trying. Everyone wants to get their, and some people really go for those aha and those gotchas, and that's why it gets harder and harder for guys like us to get celebrity interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were at Comic Palooza, there were a lot of people who told yeah. us behind the scenes, like nah. we talked to a couple people good five ten minutes and the second we said hey can we turn something on and do what we just did and they're like no nah. and the reality is they don't want to get they don't want to get stuck in one of those things because the only thing the only person who gets hurt is them yeah you know, they're gonna lose a job you know and then we're gonna get a thousand clicks for it and so it's it's just not worth it now some guys are great jeffrey Cantor is one of those guys we did 12 15 minutes with yeah, him yeah he was great um and right before we started you know we started to we're setting it up and i was like and he's like oh we're recording too and i was like yeah we'll probably post it on youtube and we'll also probably pull some of the auto audio to use in the radio interviews and all that and his people are with him and he's like oh do i do youtube and she's like she's like yeah you can if you want and he was like he was like okay cool let's have some fun with this but it was because we had already been talking to him and built an inch of trust there yeah. you know like i'm saying but
2: yeah, you weren't just going to turn on the recorder and be like, hello, what is your opinion on this? And then he's, he's like, I don't want it to it. St- in his face. Right. right. Yeah.
0: And we started with some stuff that he was doing and made it easy for him, and then we, we had fun with it. And it just kind of gets fun at that point. But, yeah, like we were talking to one guy, uh, the guy who plays Foggy Nelson in the Daredevil Got Netflix he. stuff, and he's from the Mighty Ducks. And so we're talking and we're talking and we're having a good time with him. He was a nice enough guy. And uh, – He's kind of a little alternative looking. He's a little blinged out. we got some tattoos and stuff. So, like, him and Joey Savage kind of were, I think, kindred spirits a little bit. And we're sitting there talking about stuff. And he was like, honestly, man, like, I don't even know what I'm allowed to say or not allowed to say. And I was like, what if we just talk Mighty Ducks for five minutes? Like, he like we'll do that. And he laughed. And then he was like, I honestly, I don't want to. <laughs> and it's, it's, yeah, I get it. And it's because, like, there's no benefit for them. Like, there's no you know, we should have offered to buy him a hot dog or something. I don't know, but like, there's no, there's no in it for them. So I don't know. It's a complicated thing. Um, speaking of in it, like we just had the mayor election here in Houston, yeah. and uh, were you surprised but, Mayor Turner won?
1: No, he didn't win. I won. You won. I'm the mayor.
0: Now. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. You got the write-in vote. Congratulations. <laughs> this is the Donny Utah takeover. Non-resident of Houston, new mayor of Houston. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> What's the rules on that? You don't have to live in the city. It's a power move. It is. Yeah, that is a, that all, is a mm-hmm. super power move. I think it's interesting. You don't have to live in the county you want to represent if you want to like to be a, a member of the House, like the House of representatives. You don't have to live in your district. That makes no sense to me. That makes zero sense to me. <laughs> that that's makes how they destroy the, the. I
1: grew up in the ghetto. Yeah, nobody that's, li- that's working politics full time wants to live where I grew up.
0: Well, that's fine, <laughs> but then the guy from your district. Should be someone from your district who's like. Incorrect. I did grow up here, and what I can tell you is we really would like some clean water. I don't know, like, yeah. how do you feel about that? <laughs> but instead, it's a guy who lived, like, in the city over, the nice city, and he's like, there was no seats open <laughs> where I lived, so I'm your congressman now.
1: It's like it's like Simpson Springfield and Shelbyville. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Like, yeah, you don't want a Shelbyville mayor. Like, what, what's going on there? Um, we, we were talking off air about, like, the firefighters and stuff. Were you surprised that because of everything that was going on, that Mayor Turner won?
1: I wasn't surprised that he won. Um, I, I thought it was going to be a lot closer in the runoff.
0: Yeah,
2: I honestly i think the I think the Busby guy was a crazy person. Yeah, he's got a weird I, pass, too. Like he, it he wasn't, wasn't. He wasn't. He, he was surprised he even got to the runoff. Like there's an entire video of him going on like this. Really like, almost a lot of people theorize that he was drunk at the time, but like.
1: Very possible. He was a marine. Um, mm-hmm.
2: but uh, it's this video of him rambling about how he's like he was like excited, but he was completely caught off guard of the fact that he was even getting a shot at the runoff. He's like, he's like, I thought I would get crushed, and he's like, he's like, but here we are. <laughs> why did
0: he? Why did he run then? I don't, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Like, why did you think I had a chance? And it was like, what were you? What did, when they talk about like issue candidates in national elections? I just got in to raise
2: awareness on an issue, and it's like. Well, that doesn't... That doesn't help anything. No, what are you doing? I raised, a b- I, I raised a bunch of money so I could campaign to raise awareness instead of donating the money I raised from my campaign to the campaign. <laughs> yeah, why, like if you raise $9 million, <laughs> instead of instead of
0: using the $9 million to bring light to an issue, how about you spend maybe half a million dollars on a PR campaign and spend $8.5 on the issue? Like, what
1: do you I mean? Well, I was just looking it up. I couldn't remember the guy's name, but Bill King, he's who faced... Turner and almost took him to her in the initial election. The the first one. Th- yeah. When yes. Turner initially got elected. Busby took so many votes away from him on election night. He left his campaign party like at eight o'clock in the evening. And it's like, I'm not coming back.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> first of all, uh, poor sport. Stay and yeah. have the party. Don't be a jerk. Like those people all worked hard for you. I'll never, I'd never appreciate a candidate who bails on everybody. Yeah. That's a, that's first of all, politics 101 you're going to win or you're going to lose but you still stay for the party yeah. you, that's just and I'm a I'm a party guy I love a good party so but, but the reality is you know you don't leave at those things everyone there wants to at least celebrate the hard work they did and at least enjoy the moment Success or victory yeah. look they're going to leave early you lost they're going to leave early
1: just stay give stay. your give your speech shake some hands
0: that's a real opportunity for you to to build a little character a little momentum as hey the guy who the lovable you know whatever I, I, first of all, I already don't like that. Yeah. But uh, the second thing about it is third-party candidates really do screw up elections. They really do. Um, and like a lot of people right now are saying nationally they'd love to see a third-party candidate. And I think that that's the dumbest. I think that's the fastest way to... to that's the fastest way to lose an election. <laughs> that's the fastest way to screw this election up big time. That was one of the things that actually I think cost... Bush, his second term, because he's one of the very few recent modern one term presidents, Bush senior, um, because Ross Perot was a diehard Republican who, for whatever reason, kept announcing and unannouncing and announcing and unannouncing and announcing that he was going to run. And so all he did is he built up no momentum, but he took just enough votes away from Bush nationally. And then Clinton, you know, he wins that first the first election. And I think that that's I think nationally that that was part of it was that there was this other option and it stole votes. Um, This last election, there was there was third party candidates on a couple different ballots on a lot of ballots, actually. And if you look at the margins in a lot of those states where the third party candidate was, it's the margin of victory You know, for Trump is the third party candidate in a lot of those states. And so you don't know which way those voters would have gone. I'm not trying to say that. But I think it's interesting that, like, oh, he won by four points here. And, oh, the independent candidate got four points here. I think a lot of that is very. A lot yeah. It could have been a lot Yeah. If the four point splits both ways, okay, then it just moves the totals up 2%. But if it splits 3 1 or 4 0, you don't know. Like, it, it, it changes the math on any of it. And so the third party candidates is kind of a. If you're in an election, the last thing you want to see is the third party candidate.
1: If, if it's. Really trying to change something, I think there has to be at least four legitimate parties because three is not going to cut it. I think four and then the 270 for presidential, that 270 would have to change.
0: Well, I think the 270 has to stay if you're going to keep an electoral college. I'd love to see the electoral college go away now. Um, And I'm not saying that as a like, oh, a Democratic concept. I'm saying it as a like representationally math wise. It's kind of BS. We were sitting there with the it, uh,
2: it needs to get like it basically needs to get rebalanced because Yeah, they do need to
0: because there's states like Montana who have 800,000 people in them. Uh so those people are super represented with the three national with two members of the house one or two members of the Senate one member of the house. So those three candidates represent each of them like 200,000 people basically. Well, if you go to somewhere like Houston, the city of Houston has more people than the state of Montana and when you break down that i
2: think out of the city of houston alone there's it's like it's like 1. Point, it's like 1.1 million people in like the state of texas to the single guy right and yeah exactly in the
0: state of texas as a whole it's 1.1 million people per national vote they have house or senate uh, and then in montana it's 200,000 so like they're super represented and places like texas are super underrepresented even though we and everyone's like oh we already have 40 you know senators and whatever it's too many and it's like well no if this is where the people really are then capping it and trying to do this weird weighted system is just these these states where nobody lives anymore like does Rhode Island really need to be able to to vote on equal footing as Texas
1: So, so what about just completely abolishing electoral college and going straight popular vote
0: um I think it would change fundamentally some things about politics and I think I think we're too firmly entrenched in the idea of a representative government to agree to change over to a straight, because we're not a democracy. When we talk about government, if you know government, we're not technically a democracy. Yeah. Um, democracy sounds like a nice thing to say out loud when we talk about how free we are. We are a representative republic. That's what we are. Um, so the idea, though, that we would turn into a straight democracy, I think is it, it's something not even the founders actually believed in or wanted, so I think there's an argument to say no. Well, but we're, I think we're, just, you, we're just
2: too big. To run it that way,
0: I don't. know. I don't think that's a problem. And especially with technology, there's no such thing as the phrase "too big" anymore. With technology, there's no such thing as the phrase like, "Oh, this problem is too large for us." No, you could you could put an app on every phone in America and every public library and every school, and you could do it. Like you you could do a national vote where every issue is decided nationally, uh, and it would it would take it would take an hour once a year. Like it would. It's not that complicated. But the reality is, it's just not who we really are as Americans.
1: And. I, Think areas would get neglected.
0: Well, yeah. Well, uh, listen, I think, I think, no, I think what would happen is more areas would, more people would have to come to the table to have conversations because they would lose some, like, they would, yeah. they would lose Leverage. it first. Places probably like Tennessee, Arkansas, they'd have a real hard time getting the things they wanted at that point. And they would have to find a way to come to the table and go, look, maybe we've been wrong about some things. Maybe we should try some other stuff, but we really need this, this, and this. They would have to change how they do, because right now what's going on in the representative government, because of gerrymandering and things of that nature, people can be firmly entrenched in ideologies that don't necessarily represent or help anything, but they don't have to change their mind, ever. They don't don't ever have to change their mind once, because they're going to keep winning their election, they're going to keep staying in power, and then because there's a minimum, they have to have two two senators and one House of Reps, they're not going anywhere. So then there's no reason to even mess with it. It takes
1: a lot to flip.
0: It does. It takes an enormous amount to flip and It takes an enormous amount of— There's weird states—I'm going to get it wrong here, but essentially there was a state that's 60-40 Democrat-Republican. But of their five reps that they send to the House, it's four Republican, one Democrat. And it's because of the way they've drawn the district. They gave the Democrats one giant district, and then the rest of them took on a piece of the rest of the 60— And it's just enough to where they'll never win those districts, and that's gerrymandering. And so that's the that's the issue that happens there. Uh, We're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. Excellent, kind, generous, courteous. Then those qualities are going to rub off on you. You gotta get these blessings. So tired of stressing. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations: one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children. And senior citizens and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, Taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo.
2: Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to
1: say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Have a spirit
2: of excellence, kind,
0: generous, courteous. Then those qualities are going to rub off on you. You Welcome back, Conroe, to some more Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, Of course, make sure to check out the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Radio. That's where all the good stuff is going down. That's it. That's that's it. That's it. Uh, I am Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joey Savage
2: is still burning through Nico's vacation and holiday pay. You may never get out of this hole. It's never going to happen. We're going to hire someone else, and he's going to, like, they're going to have all. They're going to owe time when they get
1: hired? He's burning through my sick time, and... Yeah, you're I mean, a guest. I'm a guest.
0: <laughs> Listed Siri.
1: Yeah, my Siri just picked up and wanted to, talk, wanted to chime in on Joey's sick day.
0: Who did, it, who did it think was talking to it? I don't know. That's, that's sort of creepy, though, that the phones do that. Yeah. We, um, before we get too far into anything, Nico, go ahead and tell everybody about
2: Cox ATA. Cox ATA Martial Arts, leader in ATA Martial Arts, with three convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia, now one in the Woodlands, the most recent one. Woo! Uh, got the end of the years coming up, we're quickly approaching future space year twenty twenty. That's right. That's um, right. Um maybe you kick packed on a little bit of that winter weight, kick it off with some Taekwondo. They have all different kinds of courses available. If you're three, if you're ninety three, they have Tai Chi, Taekwondo, self defense. Very flexible people. Yeah. Tons of different courses available. I'll uh, mention Nerd Third Radio get two free weeks of training. Big deal. Big savings there. Get time to get uh, acclimated. Get to your new routine that you may be starting. Come the new year. That's right. Or start your year now. You know, get ahead. <laughs> That's right. You technically, you can start it right now. Why not? You got one week. Exactly. Made it a 53-week year. Exactly. Yeah. So, Cox AT Martial Arts, they build leaders. They teach life skills. They leave. A
0: legacy. Uh, we also want to remind everybody to go hang out with our friends. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more on 1488. Um, their holiday schedule is a little truncated now. With Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, they're going to be working normal hours 11 to 8. But then they will be closed on Christmas Day. Obviously, they're hanging out with fam. And then New Year's Day as well. Those are days, Uh, those are stay-home days. Um, they got a lot going on this week. Um, next Sunday, December 29th, from 4 to 8 p.m., they got D&D Junior Adventures League. There's only $5 to play, or just make a purchase of at least $5 while you're in store. It's for kids age 10 to 16. And then also coming up Tuesday, 31st, December, well, I, was, I read that backwards. Tuesday, December 31st, this is Star Wars game night from 5 to 8 p.m. Uh, make sure to go out there. They're gonna be playing all kinds of different Star Wars games, everything from um, Legion and uh, Fleet and all the different
2: Star Wars games. Uh, what's the one now with the dice? Oh, um, ah, it's not Dice Masters. Star Wars Destiny. Is Destiny. It? Yeah, there you go.
0: And so they're it's they're, they got all kinds of games, and they do a great job explaining them. I've actually I watched um I watched a father and son come in, and the dad was like, yeah, he really wants to play this Destiny game. So the kids. One of the store people sat down with him and walked him through it because they got the demo games. Mm-hmm. And the demo games are great. You can ask to, like, have some help someone show you. You can read the instructions to figure out. So we played a Bunny Kingdom, you and I game.
2: Yeah, it's by that Richard Garfield guy, the guy that made magic. Okay.
0: And so, like, we sat down and we worked on that one. We figured it out. It was pretty good. I think I got my butt kicked.
2: Uh, You you were pulling ahead for a little bit, and then I got you at the end with all my, like, playable dudes. That's
0: right. You kept all the, like, weird cards that gave you bonuses. I should have. That was a good you won. It was a good strategy. Uh, but that was all the adventure begins, comics, games, and more. There's all kinds of fun stuff to do, including buying your copy of Another Day at the Office, my comic book that sits right there on the shelf, Happy as a Clam. Um, all right, so we got a couple minutes here, and the rumor mill is going strong here. You ready for this? I'm ready. Let's go. Casting rumors from the character of Moon Knight. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Donnie Utah, congratulations, you've been named as the lead, Likely no, uh, Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe.
1: Okay, Daniel
2: Radcliffe. What do you think of that? Uh, He's a good actor. I kind of only see him as Harry Potter, though, so it really throws me off. Do you think he can ever be anyone else? No, I think think he's too important to the cultural zeitgeist. But so is Wolverine, and Hugh Jackman can be other people. I don't believe them. I always see Hugh Jackman as 8th Wolverine in a thing, not Hugh Jackman isn't a thing. I'm pretty sure he hates me for it, but that's how I, I was feel. was like Christian Bale isn't just Batman. Yeah, but Christian Bale also had other movies, and like,
1: well, Hugh Jackman as well. He had other stuff as an adult before he was Wolverine.
2: Like Radcliffe has been Harry Potter was, for he like was ten years. 10, Eleven years
1: old when he started as Harry Potter. So we saw him grow up as Harry Potter. True. We saw, yeah, we saw him grow up as Harry Potter. Whereas Hugh Jackman, he was an adult stepping into that role. That yeah, but he was Wolverine for like
2: fifteen years. <sighs> again, to me, he's Wolverine. Will stay that way forever. All right. Like, mean, the did like the next time, like Lay Miz and like
0: all these others. Like I don't know. Yeah,
2: and like he's he's got a, he's a real big scene dude. He did like two musicals. He did like Greatest Showman. Yeah. It's just Wolverine in those movies. The stuff. Prestige. <laughs> it's just Wolverine. <laughs> Great. Movie. That one's Wolverine and Batman. Yeah, we're we're going to next and level. Alfred. And Alfred. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and uh, and Black again. Widow. Yeah, and Black Widow. It's a good movie. I don't know. I um, well, it's like when, like when, like Disney cast, uh, like, uh, what's his name? I was supposed to call him Tony Stark, uh, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. as uh, in, in the new Doolittle that's happening.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and so he's just again, I, I literally almost said it. He's, he's literally Tony Stark. It's gonna be that way for me forever. now. So you
0: think he's just Tony Stark? You think that one's just a done deal?
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Um, like there's just certain actors that are just characters at this just, point. They just are who they are. Yeah. I guess there's no getting around that especially when they play them for such a long time like Robert Downey Jr has been Iron Man for like 10 years now.
1: Well that's how it was with uh Tom Felton. He played he guest starred in The Flash for a season. Draco Malfoy from Harry Potter. Did he really? And yeah, he he was a guest star for the the season and every time I saw him.
2: It's Draco Malfoy. Um well the guy
0: who played King Joffrey, the kid who played him, mm-hmm. he retired from acting because of he didn't want to <laughs> First of all, he said the response he was getting from fans was terrible. He hated being known as King Joffrey. But then also he was afraid that like anywhere he went, anything he did, he was always going to be King Joffrey. So he was like, I got enough money, I'm done. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what happened to Hayden Christensen Star Wars. No, 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 no. That is not what happened to Hayden Christensen. Do you know what happened to Hayden Christensen? He was a terrible actor, and that's why he's not in anything. Fair enough.
1: But he got his money and got out. I don't, man. I, <laughs> he just didn't get invited back. As yeah, that,
0: yeah. He didn't get out. He's probably still waiting outside. He's like, can I come in? He's he's right now outside the club where the bouncer's like, sorry, you're not on the list. And Hayden Christian's just like peeking around. My he's like, but you just let them in and they weren't. And he was like, no, they were pretty though. Like, we like them. Go away. Uh, now, the kid who played Anakin in the first movie, he caught a lot of heat and he did retire. Yeah. Um now
2: honestly he wasn't a good actor. Uh, I mean he was a kid. Most child actors aren't that great. No,
0: no, that's not true. No, he was bad.
2: I mean yeah, again, he was bad. There's They're not, not a, there's not a, there's not there's good child actors and he's not one of them. The Olsen twins crushed it as child actors. Did you not just hear what I said? <laughs>
0: no, I give you no credit for it. Right. I'm just saying he I was support your needs he was Thank a you, terrible child actor. Also the movie was terrible. Now I don't. No, su- this is pod racing. Yeah. I, I, now I don't support. Was so cool. I don't. No, it wasn't. I don't support hounding actors for bad movies. Okay. Yeah. But and they did that to him in the Jar Jar Binks guy. Like apparently the Jar Jar Binks guy wanted to kill himself.
1: I love Jar Jar. Do you really? He's one of my. He's my favorite. He's just so goofy. I think there was. Like, I'd play a good Jar Jar. I think.
2: I think perhaps there was no worse. That's a fair character. Point created in the Star Wars universe. The only reason I know Jar Jar Binks so well is because in Lego Star Wars you have to play him because he's the only one that can jump higher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I that's mean, it. That's all I got.
0: <laughs> he was perhaps the single worst character in all Star Wars. And listen, there's always going to be somebody in last place, but it's it's never been this clear cut to me who's in last place on, for something. Like, I mean, he's So we go terrible. Jar Jar
2: Binks, young Anakin, regular Anakin... Or other way around on that, I don't know.
1: The best, the best scene from that whole prequel trilogy is when he's kicking the droid and it's shooting the other ones.
0: Yeah, and it's stuck to his foot. He had some funny moments. It's just as a character, he was perhaps incredibly obnoxious. Also, it felt a little
2: racist. I mean, George Lucas married a black woman.
0: I know, no, I, I get it. Like, listen, there are all kinds of people who, when they in their personal lives, are. Definitely probably not racist, but then they do something that just portrays or seems or feels bad on screen. That's fair. And Jar Jar being doing this weird Jamaican, and this whole, the whole people being Jamaican, but then also somehow being, like, accident-prone idiots wasn't a compliment to people who sound like that. Like, it's not a favorable representation of that accent. Fair. <laughs> um... It's like uh, the two little robots in, trans- in one of the Transformers who are oh, idiots. Skid- Kids and in And they wound up sounding suspiciously black and were absolutely terrible. you get a lot of eyebrows Which is, raised at you for that one. Yeah. Like, Which is
2: sad because those are cool guys in the comic books and they're complete buffoons in the Michael Bay movies. And it's worth
0: someone asking the question, like, how did it get this bad on? Like, through they did, all they the filters, That's how did why they, they get didn't come bad? back after that. Right. <laughs> Well, and they never should have. They, they s- never should have been on the screen. To exist yeah. After that, someone should have. There should be. Uh, there's always these layers and filters, but someone should have asked the question like, Do we "Hey, are we this? sure these guys are gonna go over good?" And someone should have said no. Someone should
1: have said no.
2: We already we've we've had this discussion on filters. Michael Bay is not one of the people that is uh, <laughs> without filters, he doesn't make good movies. See
1: something, say something. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like
0: when you're do like if you're the voice actor for that and you're doing it like, hey, can I have some questions about my character? Can I just have like two minutes of your time? I know I'm doing like nine lines in this whole movie, but they don't feel like good lines. <laughs> like can I ask a question? No. No, we're not taking any feedback on this one.
1: At least I can say I tried.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, I just want people to know I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say something when I'm done here. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's worth pointing out that, like, it's not a compliment. Uh, All that being said, we're going to jump out here of Nerd Thug Radio. Everyone have a great Christmas. Enjoy the family, the holiday, the time, the spirit, all of it. Do it all. And then come back and hang out with us and then kick out the new year. Woohoo. Yeah. So, Nerd Thug Radio jumping out on behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself. Thank you, Donnie Utah, for coming to hang out. Uh Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Kind, generous, courteous. Then those qualities are going to rub off on you. You got to get these
2: blessings. So tired of stresses.
0: The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have Cosplay Crafting and Trivia Nights and BYOB Nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo.
1: Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio.